Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Who's going to let us? The question is, who's going to stop us? With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. 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 News, opinion, and a little irreverence from both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Uck Radio with Mike Phillip. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to American Ock Radio on Mojo 50 and WBN 324. This is Mike Phillips. So we got an announcement from the Premier of Alberta last night that uh, they're taking away some restrictions. You don't have to show a Vax passport anymore. Starting Monday, the kids will not have to wear masks in school. The teachers associations are freaking out, uh, saying things like uh, some of their members. I was looking on Twitter. They were saying things like, you know, that schools and kids are like Petri dishes full of diseases. So fine. Keep sending your kids to those teachers that look at them that way. That's not all teachers, by the way. I've talked to a few good ones. But you know what? The ones that I have spoken to that know the situation, they're saying that this current lot are the worst they've ever seen. And quite frankly, they're disgusted. Now we're getting word from the RCMP that they're going to be dismantling the uh, protest down at the Coots border. They've said that before. We'll see. We'll see if they even can. Now, something happened this morning that really, really made me angry. Okay? Really made me angry. This show has played clips put together by Greg Reese of Infowars.com before. I have always found his journalism to be pretty good. The production value is very good. And this morning, Greg Reese at Infowars.com put out an absolute lie. An absolute lie about a friend of mine. A man that attends my church. A man that I personally baptized in accordance with the direction of the Apostles' Doctrine in the book of Acts. A man whose uh, children 
attend our Sunday school. I love his family. I've known him for years. I know this person. And InfoWars did a hit piece on him, accusing him of bringing in a movement to uh, overthrow the uh, truck convoy and infiltrate it using the UN. I'm going to bring him on to respond. But first, I'm going to play this piece from Greg Reese at InfoWars. Give this a listen. has been in close contact with the mayor of Ottawa and municipal and provincial officials. So far, the RCMP has mobilized nearly 300 officers to support the Ottawa police services and is ready to do more. Rather than face the Canadian people, Justin Trudeau is sicking his police on them. Governments have been hiring globalist players and thugs for years. Meet Peter Slowly, known for being woke. Okay, so he's talking about the police chief of uh, Toronto, Peter Slowly. And he said governments have been known for hiring infiltrators and thugs. Okay, so it starts off with this Peter Slowly. I'm going to let you speak for yourself here, Greg, because you put this out publicly. Seven years ago, as deputy police chief, Peter slowly said that being black made him a suitable candidate for Toronto's next police chief and claimed a more important factor was his experience as a United Nations peacekeeper, an international police force known for raping and pillaging communities under the flag of peace. It was reported that there was much animosity when Slowly was not chosen to be Toronto's first black police chief. And a year later, he resigned. During his resignation speech, he bragged about tempting offers coming from the international private sector and went on immediately to join the company Deloitte, whose CEO sits on the board of directors at Pfizer and who was awarded over $40 million by the CDC to build a vaccine management system. A couple months before the COVID-19 scandemic, Peter Slowly was made chief of the Ottawa police. While the world celebrates the inspiring human spirit coming from the people of Canada, their own police steal their gasoline to freeze them out. Families and children and the foundations of an incoming false flag Here we are go. now being identified. The foundations of an incoming false flag are now identified. It is at this point right now where Greg Reese lies and slanders my friend and my brother. Go ahead, Greg. Meet Peter Downing, Uh a former cop for the RCMP who was given full pay and a clean record after a criminal conviction. Downing is the head of Wexit, an Alberta separatist movement. Wexit and Peter have nothing to do with each other anymore. A cursory internet search would have uh, told you this, Greg, but I guess you don't do your homework. I expect lies from the mainstream media. I expect anti-hate.ca to slander people. I did not see this coming. Oh, but it doesn't stop here. Go on, Greg. Seeking to overrule Canadian law with decrees set by the United Nations and funded by a woman who sits on the board of the Atlantic Council. 
The Atlantic Council founded CrowdStrike, which ties them to Hillary Clinton. They are funded by George Soros and the Ukraine's Burisma. They are considered a threat to constitutional order by the Russian government, and they fund Peter Downing's Wexit. Did did Greg Reese just say that the Russian government is funding Peter Downing's Wexit? There's so many things wrong with what Greg just said there. This is a lie. Okay, and and barring it being a lie, let's just say it's extremely shoddy journalism. If you want to ruin your own reputation, if you want to destroy your own credibility, go ahead. But don't lie about my friends, Greg. Go on. Exit has made itself a part of the Ottawa protests, and their connections to George Soros and the RCMP should be cause for alarm. People need to be on the lookout for state-sponsored shenanigans. We've been told that one of the triggers or indicators where we know that they're going to physically move against us and start arresting us is when our media goes down. When All right, I'm going to stop it right there. We've got Peter Downing on the line. Peter, I, uh, I heard this this morning and, uh, well... You heard me. I I expect lies from mainstream media. I expect smear pieces and hit jobs. This one came out of left field. And uh, Greg Reese at Infowars.com lied about you. Welcome back to American Arc Radio, brother. Hey, thanks, brother. Really appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, I I got a a text message from one of my Army buddies this morning uh, with this video. And... um, and I, I, you know, you see the caption, right? And it's about Trudeau, the trucker convoys, the force yeah. that we know that they're using uh, against peaceful people in Ottawa. And and I know the people who are running the convoy and, and they're, they're awesome people. Um, so, and, and usually I don't have the attention span to watch a video in its entirety. Right. He, he said, he said it included me in it. I'm like, okay, what the heck? It's Infowars. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's some pretty insane stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I uh, actually called Tom Quiggin this morning. Uh, him and that former uh, RCMP sniper who was one of Trudeau's bodyguards are now heading security for the truck convoy, and he's also a personal associate of B.J. Dichter and Tamara Leach. And I ran this situation by him, and he just said, "Yeah, there's 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 tons of lies coming about out about this whole thing. Uh, they're not sure what's going to happen tomorrow, but." Uh, Tom is pl- pr- planning on uh, joining the show tomorrow to talk about the security situation and what's actually going on on the ground. Now, I want to give you an opportunity to tell our listening audience in a reply, a response to InfoWars, what the actual situation is with Wexit. I remember when I first met you, there were people reaching out to me saying, hey, watch that Peter Downing. He's controlled opposition. I've been chain smoking and watching YouTube and rumble till three in the morning and I'm someone of an expert on controlled opposition and Peter Downing is it. And uh, they didn't know that we were friends and that I've known you for years. I have I have defended you over and over again, not because uh, out of any kind of righteousness, but I don't like to see lies about a good man. And you've done a lot of fantastic work. So explain everybody the situation with Waxit and how these uh, these accusations just don't add up uh, against you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and um, you know we've talked, and uh, you know how much I appreciate this. Uh, just at least you know a friend coming out and speaking the truth because loyalty 
is uh, one of those things that um, unfortunately is uh, is uh, it's a rare commodity these days. Yep. And uh, especially in politics. And um, I've been involved in Alberta politics for a little while since I got out of the police in 2015. And I got into the pro-life movement at first and and, um, pro-life kind of pro-family, family values type stuff. And then uh, sort of got more into the partisan side of the politics and uh, big tent. And then and then kind of finding myself in um, um, advocating for Alberta's interests in particular and, and working to develop political options for Albertans kind of the partisan stage, whether it's, um, you know, a fair deal with Canada, whether it's uh, becoming our own country, whether it's joining the USA. So I'm not going to respond to Infowars because uh, I think Infowars, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at all our options right now and I'll just say they didn't do so hot with the Sandy Hook victims. Um, but for the listeners out there, anybody who maybe was influenced uh, by this, um, yeah, I mean, Wex, you know, Wexit was, it, it's funny, if we think back to 2019 and kind of how everybody was up in arms, at least in Alberta, and that Facebook page got big, you know, 270,000 people, that was big back then, um, over Trudeau just getting reelected, um, and, and sort of how that was peaking, and then the coronavirus thing hit, and uh, we've all been dealing with the stripping of our freedoms, and kind of how separatism in and of itself or even political parties in and of itself that we're finding out right now and Wexit even as a movement um, you've got people all across the country in different eastern Canada you've got people all over the world who are dealing with infiltration uh, from within their own governments um, or people pursuing this this globalist uh, depopulation this this ripping of civil rights and liberties so, you know, Wexit in himself was, yeah, it was kind of a spark here in Alberta, but um, it, it was just a symptom really of governments abusing their own people. And we're yep. sort of dealing with it in the local context with um, our oil being landlocked and our political decision making. Um, and again, really small. I mean, it's very, very important. People are losing their jobs over it and committing suicide and stuff like that back then. Yeah. Um, but now, I mean, like times a thousand, times a million, whatever you want to call it, with um, the entire uh, COVID nineteen um, pandemic, scandemic, whatever you want to call it, um, and really, what it is is it's just bringing to the surface the worldwide political corruption. Um, so Tamara, Tamara, uh, who's who's running the convoy, she was one of the people involved with Wexit from the beginning. Right, an and Tamara was the uh, the she kind of spearheaded the fundraising efforts with GoFundMe at uh, Tamara Leach, right? Yeah, Tamara Leach. Uh, yeah. That's how I pronounce her name. Leach, okay. Yeah, she she's she's literally a rock star. I first met her back in 2019, in June 2019, after Trudeau announced the initial uh, round of gun bans. Um, and um, we we did a get your hands off our guns rally down in Calgary. And she she was awesome. She just came out. Her and her husband are musicians. And um, they, they got a, bit, a part-time band there in the oil field. And uh, they came out and volunteered and played. They did an awesome job. And that's kind of how we got connected. And, and, you know, we were all volunteers. Yeah. And um, she was involved with Wexit from the start. So what she's doing on her own, I mean, that's that's her own thing. I, I don't have anything to do, you know, this whole you know, I'm. I have nothing to do with this convoy. Um, I support it. I support what they're doing, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, 
kind of my my involvement in this movement right now is you had me on a little while ago with Downing Defense and yep. uh, DowningDefense.org, and, and I just kind of created a paralegal service. I put um, I was starting a, a crime scene and trauma cleanup. Um, it's Blood and Guts is the name of the company, um, but I put that on hold to deal with the um, basically all the people who are getting put on unpaid leave, uh, the people who are getting tickets for this kind of stuff. So I, I do that. What I'm doing more specifically for the Calgary slow roll is um, I, I'm, I'm fighting their tickets for free. That's all I'm doing is uh, the tickets that anybody in Alberta is getting as a result of the protest. So anybody who's down in Coots uh, at the border who gets any tickets from the police, anybody who gets any tickets from the Calgary police in relation to any of the demonstrations, I, I'm just helping them fight their tickets for free. Wait, wait, wait. Um, You're doing this for free? You're helping people that have been unjustly charged with non-crimes? That sounds like a Soros operative to me. Yeah, yeah, well, it's nice. Um, some of the trials are getting put out to uh, 2023 right now, so it's good because there's something in Canada called the Jordan decision. It's the Supreme Court decision that says that anything that's um, you know longer than 18 months is for, for simple cases are presumed to be um, unreasonable Like because the charger says that we've got a right to a speedy trial. So... You know, if we've got if we've got the ability to draw get those charges dropped on that basis, then then that's wonderful. Then yeah. that's wonderful. Whether it's me filing the application to get those charges, you know, the the Jordan application dropped, or whether you know we bring in some other legal help. Um, but those cases are being pushed out uh, quite a ways. And if we got to defend it on the basis, just like you defend a speeding ticket or anything like that, then we do that. And and, and the people who are protest in the convoy and and uh, doing the demonstration, that kind of stuff. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's lost a lot um, as a result of the, this this gross assault on our civil liberties, our human rights, our economic freedom. Every just again the symptom of political corruption, and that's what we're dealing with is political corruption. Um, the second, so so I'm representing them for free, and I think that's just a, a really simple way that I can pitch in. To help, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not looking to, you know, like the Bible says, build on another man's foundation. There's lots of people doing lots of great work, and if there's a, a way I can support, I think this is the way that I can do it to, to help people um, being able to to protest freely. Um, because, yeah, it's everything that's being done to Albertans and Canadians and worldwide is illegal. It's illegal government action, and people are engaging in nonviolent, noncompliant resistance. So I'll, I'll back those people up as much as I can. Um, the second thing that I'm doing is I've just started speaking. Um, I was It was graciously invited to speak at the uh, Calgary Freedom Rally. This past weekend, and again, everything that they've done and everything that they built up, they stand on their own. I'm not trying to, you know, in any way, shape or form, you know, I got invited by them. Um, we're talking about the main where we're at right now is we're demand. Everybody's demanding the unconditional dropping of all COVID-19 related restrictions by these politicians. I mean, they're in my opinion, they're white collar criminals. That's my opinion. And I've got reason to believe that. Um where my messaging and kind of I think where where you know I'm speaking into this with my experience in law enforcement is we need public prosecutions. We need public prosecutions of these public officials for the, the, the crimes. And in my opinion, there's four major crimes. There's fraud in relation to the pandemic itself. There's crimes against humanity that we've all spoken about. Um, Dr. David Martin um, in the States is, is doing some great work, and I've seen his videos. I, I don't know him, just seen his videos uh, about explaining two, two more components, which is um, breaking of the bioweapons, um, international bioweapons treaties. 
um, and Canada's unique role in that with uh, the pharmaceutical companies that have developed the lipid nanoparticles that's um, in, in the COVID-19 vaccines, which delivers the spike protein into our cells. Um, and then the last piece is something called market allocation, which um, is in the Canadian Competition Act. And when you basically you take away consumers' choice as to whether they have a choice whether they want this vaccine or not, and you work with competitors, those four big companies, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca, and you kind of determine the market allocation as to how much of the market they all get, that's a really serious offense. And the maximum penalty under Canadian law and so state law that has some real teeth to it is 14 years in jail and $25 million fine. So that's kind of my main messaging, right? Just me as a person. Um, I'm saying that we, we need public prosecutions of these public officials. We can't just let them say, okay, well, we have a plan to, you know, ease the restrictions safely and blah, 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 blah. And it's great. You know, we're getting some wins and the honk, the honking is working. Um, and, and Kenny and Alberta and Scott Mullen, Saskatchewan are dropping. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. And yeah, I, I heard I that somewhere before. We were going to have the best summer ever, and there was going to be no more uh, restrictions you, forever and ever. I don't trust. I, as a person, do not trust any of these politicians to sit no. the right way in a toilet. To sit the right way in a toilet seat. I, I, I don't. <laughs> and and um, we we just cannot let them off the hook for what they've done. The damage that they've done, it's Kenny himself out of his mouth. It's it's unaccountable for the damage that's been done. Well, guess what? They're the ones who did it. And they will be held accountable. There is a dollar cost. There is a human cost. Oh, yeah. Um, And and, um, I'm not somebody who who desires vengeance. Uh, I leave vengeance to the Lord. Um, But we do do want to see justice. And we cannot let how we were, I mean, we're all, all of us, we were all asleep at the switch. We all allowed these people to infiltrate. You know, I remember 2004, and I'll always remember this. Um, John Edwards was a Democrat politician running for president, I think, in the States in 2004. I might have the year wrong, and maybe I have what he was running for, but I think he was a senator. This guy, it was a major scandal at the time that this guy had a kid, um, uh, you know, outside of his marriage with, with, with another woman. And you think about the same thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You think about the same thing with Bill Clinton back in the day with Monica Lewinsky. These were major, major scandals at the time because we had a different morality at the time. Yeah. And, and, and it was our, our basic, you know, and again, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But we've, we've all had at least some sort of, in the past, some sort of a Christian morality. Where you wouldn't let immoral people, and again, I mean, you take, take it for what it's worth, that we had, we we had a, we expected a moral standard out of our politicians and our elected representatives, and we don't anymore. And, and I think we, you know, if you sow the wind, we reap the whirlwind. And, and I think you know we have to accept our own responsibility for for allowing that to happen. But we're awake now. We're, we're unified now. And anything that you know, Alex Jones, Infowars, Greg Reese, whatever, um, are doing to sow division with the convoy and and lying about me and tying it to Wexit and and to Mara and and then to the convoy, yeah. like Purple Monkey Dishwasher, um, or Six Degrees of Bacon, to undermine the confidence in the convoy right now, which is the pointy end of the spear for freedom worldwide. I think um, not only have they done a major disservice to freedom worldwide, what they're supposedly in favor of, they've really shot themselves in their own foots in terms of credibility. 100%. Because again, you, you could come to my house and you, you know, you've seen my house, you've seen my truck. Um, I am not being for, uh, funded by George Soros.
<laughs> no, exactly. I mean, it, it's insane. And, and you know, the stupid part of it is that you're not a guy that hides away and shrinks away from controversy. Greg, at any time, could have done a cursory Google suit, search for you, found downingdefense.ca. Uh, .org. He, he could have uh, reached out to you and got a comment, but nope, he ran with some stupid internet rumor that's completely untrue. And like I said, I expect slander and lies from mainstream media. I expect them to do that. Uh, when InfoWars did this, I, I was... Uh, Quite frankly, I was more angry than if I had heard that on the CBC or something. Yeah, it's interesting because th- there's there's similar stuff going out, and I kind of I kind of have a I, I kind of have a, a pretty strong suspicion, and it's more than a suspicion, and I'm not going to say it on your show, but I, I've got a pretty good idea where this stuff is coming from and why this stuff is coming out kind of right now. Um, and there was another. Um, I told you just yesterday about uh, another person on another website who who did this and kind of the exact same story. And th- this is there. There, I wouldn't even call this a right wing group. Um, they're kind of into uh, you know. And I'm actually I, I notified the the main person who's behind uh, this kind of TV network or news network. And 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 you know they were gracious enough to invite me onto their show. And and I am going to go onto their show today um, to set the record straight. And and really again. I'm only doing two things. I'm fighting tickets for free and um, and speaking about the need for public prosecution. That's all I'm doing. Um, and, and if that message gets out there, then great. Um, but again, with Alex Jones and Infowars, and I didn't know who Greg Reese was before this. I mean, this is really dangerous because a lot of people on our side look up to these guys for truth. And I think it's it's interesting because... I think, you know, when we call this nonsense out, we finally get to drop the fake label of conspiracy theorists because um, a lot of people in the center and a lot of people, maybe even a little bit on the left, really don't like Infowars. And um, I know people who hate uh, Infowars as much as President Trump, you know, for wrongly uh, hating President Trump. And and I support President Trump 100 percent. So, you know, when we call out Infowars for this nonsense, it kind of it really does help, you know, People who are still a little bit asleep recognize that this trucker convoy is not a big right. It's not a right wing operation. If you want to support the working class man and woman, support this convoy. Absolutely. Peter, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, well, I mean, presenting your own side of things. And uh, I I was shocked that they did this. But, uh, well, maybe they'll have a chance to retract that or make a statement now that you've uh, come out and and defended yourself uh, and and I don't think that you should have even had to to begin with but here we are thanks for coming on the show Peter hey god bless you Mike thanks for having me and thanks thanks for everything you do you bet Peter we're gonna let Peter go we got to go to a commercial break for our sponsors at Mojo 5 and WBN 324 when we get back Norm Traversy is gonna join us for a report on the street in Ottawa what's really going on actual stuff not like Greg Reese at has been reporting on it. I am so disappointed in you, Greg. Back right after this. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. 
I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet with Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute. We, here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man-bun-wearing, soy-latte-loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco-friendly lab-grown sadness water, coffee drinkers for climate change want to see the sea levels rise. And for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction-level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. How dare you? (laughs) We We dare. We dare. radio shows American Uck Radio this guy Mike Phillip is brilliant I listen to him every day love your show I, I really do I'm a huge fan thank you for doing what you're doing American Uck Radio Welcome back to segment two, hour one of American Rock Radio, and we have actual real people <laughs> on the ground in Ottawa to tell you what's really going on. We've got Norm Traversy. He's been a good friend of the show in the past, and he is joined by Amina Matala, and uh, Amina is a cutie. Norm, Amina, welcome to American Rock Radio. Well, thank you for having us. 
Absolutely. Yeah, so, uh, she is. I know she is. Uh, Amina, you had a chance to uh, speak with Justin Trudeau's brother a little bit ago, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I'm actually very good friends with Kyle Kemper. Yeah. And uh, I had him on my show. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I saw that and um, it was funny because it, it kind of humanized Justin Trudeau. I see him as a weird android uh skeleton robot strange thing uh i i don't know what really what but but i mean when you when you hear his brother talk you know that trudeau is aware of of both sides of the argument that he's involved with and you know his brother i heard him say uh look i love you man but you need to get out of this right now because it's going to hurt you in the end that's correct yeah kyle has been voicing this for over a year now publicly and it's caused him, um, unfortunately, the, the family has cut him off. The Trudeau family has cut him off. So he hasn't even spoken to them since he first spoke out um, publicly with, with the National Post last year. So, um, but he's taking his stance and he's speaking out for what he believes in and what he feels is right and the right thing to do. So, and, and good, good on Kyle. Kyle's a very... Um, genuine loving free-spirited type of guy he's got a family four children and he's been fighting hard for this yeah for absolutely freedom. yeah he, he does come across as extremely genuine norm what's going on in ottawa i i spoke with uh one of the heads of security this morning tom quiggan him and that former trudeau bodyguard that corporal with the uh, xrcmp are spearheading security operations. Uh, we talked a little bit. He said there's a massive amount of disinformation, not just with mainstream media, but there's a massive amount of disinformation going on, even when, within people that are sympathetic to the cause, whether they just don't really understand dynamics with Ottawa politics or Canadian uh, issues in general. Uh, but we're here to set the record straight. Norm, what's going on in Ottawa today? Uh, today, uh, I think they're playing hockey. Uh, they've got a bouncy castle for the kids. <laughs> uh, it's all very civilized. Sounds evil. Uh, pardon me? That sounds pretty evil. It sounds like what you'd see at Auschwitz. <laughs> and yeah, and you know what? There's every color, uh, creed uh, here. You know, it's not a bunch of angry white guys. It's everybody. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of women truckers as well. And it's very civilized. Uh, uh, you know, people are helping people. Uh, there's food stacked everywhere. Uh, you know, people are just handing out food or hot dogs or whatever. And they don't care if you're a trucker or if you're homeless. They, they don't care. It's just food. And it's, it's beautiful, it's very Canadian, it's very joyous. You're seeing people walking around with big smiles on their faces. I'm getting hugs from complete strangers. And it's, it's so Canadian. And it, the other thing is, uh, despite the fact that it's very happy, uh, we're having fun, uh, being silly, it's really important to be silly. And, um, but the thing is, these people are determined to stay. We've got something going on with your phone here, Norm. It's, uh, breaking up just a little bit. So, uh, if there's, there's anything you can do to rectify that on your end, okay. I'd appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm changing. How's that? That's better. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, these people are not going to leave if they take away the vaccine mandates. 
they're not going to leave until all of this is gone. And yeah. basically, we need a sea change, and that's what they're here for. They're here for a sea change, not just some, okay, we'll get rid of the vaccine passports. No, that's not going to We're beyond that now. And the police realize that they do not have any power. Yeah, your, your phone just went muddy again, but I definitely want to hear about the uh, interactions with the police on the ground because we're getting mixed reports. Uh, we've heard that uh, half the force has walked away, quit or retired. That's completely unsubstantiated and unconfirmed at this time. We did hear that a staff sergeant walked away. Um, but what are the interactions with the police? Like you've been there since the, you live in Ottawa, you live downtown, you know the town. And so what have the interactions been like from day one? And I know that you've had a few run-ins with the Ottawa police in the past, too. So what you uh, are uniquely qualified to speak on this issue. Yeah, uh, all I can say is that my interactions with the Ottawa police have been excellent, cordial. Uh, they've been very good. And I'm, in fact, with me and I, we've always had really good relationship with the Ottawa police. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so uh, I haven't got a bad word to say about them. Uh, I did see the video of them arresting that little old man. Yeah. Well, shame on them. That's it. You know, I think they're under such pressure and they're not getting any risk. Go ahead, Amina. No, I'm just going to say, I think there are some things that they're doing, like stealing, whether it's stealing the fuel or just trying to create some sort of havoc and having the media there to report it just so they can spread that all over the news and the media everywhere. So it's misinformation for sure. There's a lot of psyop going on, psychological psyops going on that way. And I think the more threats and fear that they're trying to drive to the you know to the people and and turn the other you know on watchers onlookers from the from the media point of view uh against what's going on downtown right so trying yeah. hard at that there's yeah. a rumor that there's 1800 um rcmp tactical teams um that are going to be showing up but that's unsubstantiated as well uh, you know we've got uh uh, American generals have told us what tactics to use if that does happen. Nonviolent tactic, tactics. Former or current? And, pardon me. Former or current U.S. Army generals? Former. Okay. Former. All right. Former. Re- retired. Yeah. Retired, and uh, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of rumors, uh, but right now what we see is a beautiful sunny day, uh, very civilized. Uh, they blocked all of downtown Toronto, uh, downtown Ottawa is completely shut down. And uh, it's kind of disappointing that a lot of the restaurants have shut down. Well, what you a know, stupid it, time to do it when such big crowds are there. And uh, I'm guessing that the employees would love to be at work right now. They've been uh, operating at uh, reduced capacity for the last two years. And the owners of these restaurants need to open their doors. I mean, they could be making a killing right now. Let's talk about the sizes of the crowd uh, from, you know, we're, we're, what are we, on day 13 now? Uh, how yep. have the, the size, I'm, I'm guessing that it kind of waxes and wanes, ebbs and flows. Uh, but are the crowds getting smaller? Are they getting bigger? Uh, especially with the warmer weather, what are you seeing in that, in that aspect? Well, I haven't been there today. But the last time I went there, it was like a, a bustling town. 
basically. Uh, we, I think uh, on, weekend, on weekends, there's a lot more people. And uh, it's, it's all, all really good. Uh, people are bringing their kids out so they can be part of history. Yeah. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's going on. It, it is a part of history. Um, now, I can tell you how organized we are. We've got an operational command center at a boutique hotel in Ottawa. And, uh, what, about three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, I know the owner quite well, so does Amina. And I said to her, please, she had one person in the hotel. And I said, please don't book any rooms unless they say they know Norman Traversy. And she did. <laughs> so we own that we own that hotel. You're kind of a big deal and, in Ottawa now, huh? Yeah, uh, we own that hotel, <laughs> and it's our operational command center. <laughs> I don't know if we should be mentioning the location. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> no, no, I didn't mention the name. It's, uh, it's it's definitely the same location. It's it's where I originally stayed when I came down to meet Norman. And I had chosen this particular uh, location in this play, this hotel. And I ended up living there for a couple of months. So I uh, got to know the owner quite well. So we've been bringing her a lot of business ever since. And it's, it's really interesting how it's all ending up. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm so controlled is- opposition. And my total mission was to uh, find out the location of that hotel. So we've done our job here. <laughs> so go. we've got uh, we've got security here uh like professional rcmp sniper is in charge of the security here yeah we've got uh people for hospitality the trucker people there's a whole legal people. team as well there's a lawyer there's a legal team lawyers. yeah yeah you name it and everybody um at one point there i was trying to run everything by myself and now I don't run anything. It's all been delegated. And uh, that's the way it should be. It's just been organic. So-and-so is good at this. Well, let her do it, you know? Right. And it, it's, it's worked out great. So we've got, we've got one operational command center here at this uh, hotel. We've got another uh, center, which is at a baseball stadium not far from here. And I went there uh, four days ago, and they said, hey, you want a hot dog or whatever, and all these tents and everything. I went there uh, yesterday or day before, and I was told, no filming here. What's your business here? (laughs) Right? All of a sudden, they've got really good security, which is great. You know, they, they didn't want me filming. And so we've got that. Uh, there's a lot of trucks there. There's also something called the Biker's Church. And the Biker's Church, uh, I was there, and uh, they're doing out food. Uh, if anybody that wants it, they've got a couple of pop chefs. We're we're having massive problems with your cell phone here. Um, oh, I'm so, so I'll keep I'll keep moving around to try and find a better place. Yeah, it's not your uh, fault, uh, but but let, I'll tell you what. Let let's draw too close here. This interview, uh, I, I'm going to give you the floor to just to just make whatever statement you guys want here, and then we're going to move on. We've got another guest coming up here, so uh, I'll just give you the floor. What would you like people to know? Go ahead. Hey, just sure. Um, I just think that's you know, Steve. 
listening to your independent media, uh, it's really important to give them the support and you'll hear the better uh, facts, the truth coming out from Ottawa downtown at the rally. Uh, you know, mainstream media is not relaying the truth. They're not relaying the facts. It's very important to know that. And keep sending good vibes towards, you know, the truckers spread the word. And we have to stand up for freedom. So stand, you know, if it's in your area or you can get to Ottawa, stand up with everybody. Show your support. It's really important. The power is in the people. So you can also check out my interview with Kyle Kemper and Pat King. who did the convoy uh, from out west to Ottawa. I interviews there on my channel, Amina M. on YouTube. So thank you. Thank you, Mike, for having me on. Norm Traversy and Amina Metalla on American Uck Radio. Stay tuned. We've got more stories coming up and an interview with Jamie Nix, who wrote a brand new song for the convoy that's going crazy worldwide. drivers are terrorists. We know because the uh, Ottawa City Council has said so. <laughs> and they're making a bad situation worse. And according to Justin Trudeau, well, you need mandates to end restrictions. Uh, we, we all need to work together. This is not something this country has ever seen before. I understand no, it's not. Uh, Carney referred to it as sedition today. I think that's exactly what it is. This is treason. This is way bigger. This is a group of well-polished <laughs> professional people that are trying to overthrow the gun. The, the government of democratically elected government of this country. This is not, it's not a target on the city of Ottawa. It's much bigger than that. It's really an insurrection. It's a, it's an attack on our democracy. It's an attack on our federal government. It has a lot of international elements to it. The money is flowing from the U.S. Right. Um, this is right out of the Trump playbook. Right out of the Trump playbook. There's money coming into Canada from the United States to subvert democracy. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the situation with Americans. When you say democracy, they're quick to say it's not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Well, Canada's not a democracy either. It is a constitutional monarchy. That's right. Constitutional monarchy. Brought to you by Justin Trudeau. And, and, uh, she, she talked about money coming in from the United States, right? <laughs> and and uh, it's funny because a lot of American money was flowing into Canada to shut down pipelines and fund protests to shut things down in Alberta with the oil patch. They didn't have a problem with that, though. No, that wasn't a problem. And it could be arguably said that yeah, it is my 
firm belief, I guess that's not arguable, uh, that this government does need to step down and go away. I watched their emergency debate on these convoys the other night, and the only conclusion that I walked away with uh, was that there's no solution that they can offer except to go away, disappear. Now, Trudeau spewed a bunch of nonsense last night after I got off air. It's been discussed, but we're going to run it again today. That's right. You need mandates in order to get rid of restrictions and or vice versa in his logic. This is just how frustrated everyone is. Um, we're all frustrated. We're all sick and tired of restrictions, of, of mandates, of having to, to make sacrifices, of not being able to do the things we love. Uh, it's been two years, and it's, and it's really, really tiring for oh. all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We've seen lower death rates. We've seen quicker economic recovery because because Canadians stepped up, because Canadians got vaccinated. And I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions or having to be restricted. As people get vaccinated, as Canadians have gotten vaccinated, we've been able to get to that this team is going to stay focused on doing exactly that. Mandates are the way to avoid restrictions. You see, the more mandates that we put into place, which are not laws, the more mandates we put into place, then we can take the restrictions away. See, you see how it works? If we have more mandates, that's less restrictions on your life. Uh-huh. By the way, the uh, donations now for the truck convoy over at Give, Send, Go are at $7.5 million as of an hour ago. $7.5 million. Man, they have really angered the people this time, and this is not going away. We've seen little cat and mouse games going on between the uh, the truck drivers and the heads of the protest and the cops. You've got the cops uh, moving here and moving there, and then they'll start a rumor that they're, hey, we're all packing up and going to Toronto. Then it doesn't happen. Psychological warfare at its finest. Now, like I said, last night, Jason Kenney uh, made a statement saying that we're going to drop some restrictions. The protesters down at the Coots border here in Alberta have said that, no, that's not going to happen. We're not, we're not going to walk away uh, it, until all of them are gone. All of them, every single one of them. Even the mandates that we need to avoid restrictions. It's all of them. 100%. Drop it now. You, you, you can drop it right now. Literally. But, but honestly, the thing is, people just need to stop listening to them. Stop doing what they say. Justin Trudeau is not my prime minister. Okay? He's not. I live in Canada. But I separated myself from that whole system a very long time ago, and so can you. But a bad situation is being made worse. 
Now, I've made the case for an extension of the exemption that was in place for unvaccinated truckers to be able to continue to work. And I've made that case directly to Prime Minister Trudeau. And I went to Washington, D.C. this past weekend to make it to top American leaders, including the U.S. government. We will continue, Alberta will continue to push for this common sense change. Uh, There are now reports that Ottawa is considering extending the vaccine mandate to truckers traveling between provinces within Canada. And I just heard earlier tonight that they may be announcing something around that as early as Friday. That would just make a bad situation even worse with no compelling public health benefit. Uh, If the federal government moves ahead with this policy, Alberta will fight it every step of the way, including challenging it in court. It's pretty convenient for Kenny that they're talking about extending the uh, vaccine passport mandates to interprovincial travel, which I would like to remind you negates the point of having a confederation of Canada because one of the deals uh, with a so-called country was that uh, we would have un- unrestricted trade, commerce, and travel, Right? That, that's why uh, people were told that you have a Canada in the first place. And uh, they're talking about cracking down on that as well. Uh, as of Monday, like I said, Kenny's talking about removing uh, mask mandates from schools for kindergarten through grade 12. Well, if you can do it Monday, you can do it tomorrow. And the most disgusting aspect of all that has been uh, the people with the teachers unions uh, that I'm seeing on social media. It, it, these people... That uh, that are with your kids all day are are really disgusting me. Some of them, like like in a big way, calling kids uh, classrooms petri dishes full of disease. Is that what your kids are? Petri dishes full of disease, huh? That's what they think of your kids. We have an Ottawa teacher. Now this guy. I bet, weighs 105 pounds, Ottawa High School art teacher. Oh, he's an art teacher. Matt Muirhead uh, uh, made a public statement on Saturday that there was a point where things should turn violent against the truckers and that he was just about there. I think there's a point in, point in time where you take up arms, said Mir in a Twitter space on Saturday. And I know that sounds aggressive, maybe, but I want to know what I can do next. Now, if anybody involved with the convoy had uh, made a statement about how it's time to go get a gun and confront people on the street, guess where they'd be right now, huh? Well, they'd be in jail or under investigation, bare minimum. No, but this guy gets to say, uh, yeah, Mirrorhead works as a high school civics, drama, and world religion teacher with the Ottawa Catholic School Board. That's right. Some crazy Catholic school art teacher is going to grab a gun and go downtown and show these truckers how it's done. Mind you, I doubt that he spends a lot of time at the range, and even if you do, uh, going downtown with a bunch of truckers that are surrounding you, I'm guessing that one of them would take that gun away and stick it up his ass. He said he does not want Ottawa to be overturned by the Freedom Convoy. And while the truck drivers had a point that they wanted to make, he said they should now, and I quote, 
piss off. I'm sick of them, he said. This is our town. You don't belong here, so get lost. You know what? Excellent. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, Ottawa is not ours, and the rest of the country does not belong to Ottawa. Sorry, Confederation. Canada's not a country. So you want the rest of the Confederation residents uh, and uh, citizens of Canada to get out of Ottawa? You tell Ottawa to get out of our biz with carbon taxes, with public health mandates, with high taxation. Vladimir Lenin was once quoted as saying, the way you take care of the bourgeoisie is to grind them between the millstones of taxation and inflation. And that's happening right now. Coming up, we've got Jamie Nix talking about his new hit song in support of the convoy. Stick around for more American Ock Radio in hour two. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. The fighting continues in Ukraine. Authorities in Mariupol say in the past week some 40,000 people have fled the besieged city. That's nearly 10% of its population. In Ukraine's eastern city, Kharkiv, the second largest in the country, at least five civilians have been killed this morning in the latest Russian shelling, including a nine-year-old boy. Kharkiv has been besieged by Russian forces since the start of the invasion. The Senate's top Republican says one reason Vladimir Putin felt safe to invade Ukraine is that he's been watching U.S. foreign policy ever since President Biden took office. I'll tell you, in my view, what gave Putin the green light was our precipitous withdrawal from Afghanistan last August. It was a uh, bold display of cowardice and an indication that America was in retreat. Senator Mitch McConnell interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. If you own a Volkswagen, listen up. There's a recall. The automaker wants to look at more than 246,000 SUVs in the U.S. and Canada because faulty wiring harnesses can make them break unexpectedly, sometimes while in traffic. The recall covers certain Atlas SUVs from 2019 through 2023, Atlas Cross Sports from 2020 through 2023. The recall says electrical contacts on a wiring harness can corrode, interrupting electrical connections, and also can cause the side airbags to deploy late in a crash. Owners will get letters beginning May 10th. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Authorities say a Virginia newspaper reporter was one of two people killed during a shooting outside a restaurant and bar yesterday. The Virginian pilot of Norfolk says 25-year-old Sierra Jenkins died at a hospital after the shooting outside Chicho's Pizza backstage. Three other people were wounded. Police are investigating the shooting. Jenkins was apparently caught in the crossfire. More on these stories at townhall.com. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Are you looking for something that discusses topics other than politics? Have you ever thought of winterizing your vagina? Are you looking for something fun, uplifting, and kind? But first, I have 
have a bone to pick. All right, we're going to just okay, mute her. I'm just- going to mute SoCal because she's bitching right now. We don't need to hear it. <laughs> then you should tune in to Mojo Five O Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and hear Damn It with Beaver. Just a warning. There's so much goodness that it sometimes bubbles up and overflows out of your eyes. It literally feels like someone rips my heart out of my chest. But I promise you, you will see that the world is inherently good. And don't ever let the world get you down. You just say, damn it, and move on. That's Damn It with Beaver, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo Five O Radio. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395-800-709-4395. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. With great mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo Five O. And crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining a singer-songwriter from Kelowna, British Columbia, right here in the Confederation of Canada. And uh, he has written and produced a song for the Trucker Convoy that has gone absolutely insane. People are listening to it all over the place. It's a really, it's a fantastic song called Just Drive, but he's got a lot of other good stuff too. And so we're going to feature that on the show today. A lot of times we play music on Fridays. Uh, we kind of backed away from that a little while ago, but we've got Jamie live here on American Oc Radio uh, to talk about a litany of issues. But uh, Jamie, you're watching this trucker convoy, and uh, I find myself in the odd position of being so, uh, proud of something coming out of Canada because I haven't been for a very long time. And I don't say that to trash on Canadians, but uh, I, I just haven't been real proud of this country. Uh, for a very long time. I'm a U.S. citizen that lives here. Um, but what are your thoughts on that statement that I just made? And welcome to American Arc Radio, by the way. Well, thank you, Mike. And first off, I, I want to say thank you, you know, for inviting me onto your show. Uh, I got to say, it's it's really refreshing to see and hear a lot of independent journalists. There's raw journalism that we're seeing coming 
out of the grassroots, whether it be Facebook or radio production like yourself, you know, and not the same old rival that's coming from, you know, the spin doctors. And I want to call it anti-truth that is truly causing so much divisive polarization through this, you know, attacking and bullying rhetoric of, I'm going to say it, the CBC, the CTVs, the globals, you know, I've been watching them cut and paste little clips and just fabricating stories. Like it's actually, they should be by law putting disclaimers on some of their stories because a lot of them are so off base, you know, Mike, that it's creating more um, friction in, in the whole country. And that's, I, I think, one of the major problems that we're having is, is the lying. Yep. The lying and the manipulating. Oh, yeah, it's, it's insane. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I was professionally trained as a broadcaster, and uh, I was a newsman way back in 1995. So uh, there was uh, the trajectory of my career could have well enough landed me at Global or CTV or one of these places or one of the uh, conglomerates down in the United States of America. I call them the corporate media. Uh, Their job right now is 100% just to demonize anybody that disagrees with their government and corporate overlords. And uh, interestingly enough, we have all these anti-fascist movements in the United States and Canada, and I don't even think they know what they're talking about because the classical definition of fascism is a marriage of business and government, and that is what we have right now. Uh, a lot of people are talking about the mandates, they're talking about these trucker convoys, but I'll tell you what, Jamie, there's a lot more going on underneath the service, uh, the surface of all of this. I just got a call from my father-in-law this morning, Jamie, And this month, the carbon tax has kicked in and their little farm just outside of Edmonton, Alberta, their gas and power bills went from $600 a month to $1,300 a month. Now, if you take that and you put that on a large farming operation, because they don't have a big farming operation, they're, they're just small. Uh, but if you took that and put it on a large poultry operation or beef or, um, you'd be looking at probably between seven and $10,000 a month just to keep things running. And then you put that into gas prices to get that food to market and slaughterhouses and, and, uh, prices are going to go absolutely insane. Well, it's interesting you say that, Mike, because. You know, I think this is one of the root causes of what's going on. You know, people are honestly just sick and tired of the corruption, the scandals, the never-ending tax increases, the slide-in of this carbon tax, and the constant... I mean, people are victims overall because of this never-ending rise in the cost of living. People are finding it difficult to make ends meet. You know, as a result, you're seeing everybody. I mean, the, this is just going to get larger and larger yep. because people are just taking their voices, the social media platforms. You got farmers jumping in their tractors now. Like, it's unbelievable where we're at. But, you know, things are a little different this time. You know, this isn't just, um, these are single moms and oil field workers. These are just a hard-working, blue-collar backbone, the spine 
of Canada that's literally had enough of, of the bullshit. And let's face it, the thing that's really challenging right now is, you know, people are expressing their thoughts. They're expressing their beliefs. They're expressing themselves and conducting themselves in a way that we've been taught since we were kids that we were bound by this Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada. But, Mike, it really seems like this Charter of Rights and Freedoms is only swinging one way. Like, the door is supposed to swing both ways, you know? And, you know, with this comment that Justin Trudeau, and, I mean, not just this one comment, but let's face it, you know, there's been so many comments that I hate to say it, but the a fringe minority with unacceptable yeah. views? yeah. According to who, Mike, according to who, you know, that statement in itself clearly shows that we are being managed by the worst management team in the history of our country. And to be honest, these monkeys can't see the forest through the trees because they have completely detached themselves from reality. You've got thousands of trucks. All from over the all over the country, and to be honest, I'm hearing that there's going to be more and more and more people. And like, are you are are you deaf? Are you deaf? Like, you got something in your ears? Maybe it's the horns that have made these political, if you want to call them <laughs> leaders, uh, tone deaf because they're obviously not hearing. Maybe we need some more horns on the ground. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, uh, make everybody more horny, I guess is what you're saying, huh? More horns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, uh, you're right, though. There, there's uh, more blockades forming in Sarnia at the border. You have a large contingent going into Quebec City right now. And uh, the more they push back and try to demonize everybody by saying, you know, this is being funded by Russia and, uh, you know, people are so angry right now. Uh, quite frankly, it's not just anger. It's, uh, I said on the show yesterday, the most dangerous animal in the world is a man who has nothing left to lose. People are getting pushed into a corner where they literally have nothing left to lose. A lot of those truckers in Ottawa right now are looking at losing their homes uh, a lot of them have lost their jobs. The farmers that you see going down yeah. to the border and driving farm equipment into the cities, uh, just from a personal note here in Alberta, I know people at stockyards that are saying they cannot get feed for their cattle. Uh, they're dropping them off at uh, large packer uh, installations and businesses, and uh, they're being turned into dog food because... It's better than just taking and shooting your your cattle, and so like we're we're at a point right now where something has got to break, or it's going to be completely broken. And Canada actually is so wealthy in minerals and oil and gas and forestry, there is no good reason on earth why this should be happening, Jamie. We have more than enough. Well. Well, again, Mike, we have been mismanaged by um, I, the, the worst management team. I mean, we haven't even made the playoffs on a on a global stage for a long time. 
let's face it. And and one of the things that is is really um, disingenuous is a lot of the things that I'm finding out about, you know, all of these political parties being involved in, you know, the switch health scandal I heard yesterday where, you know, you have all these conservative members that are basically involved in selling these, let's face it, a glorified Q-tip that they buy from China for pennies on the dollar and then turn around Oh, and Air Canada is in bed with the whole situation. So they're all profiteering. They're all in bed together making money on these Q-tips that probably cost, you know, a, a tenth of a cent in China. And then, you know, Mike, you want to fly to Saskatchewan to go see your grandparents and you got to pay $150 for a Q-tip. So these guys are making more money off of Q-tips and these, uh, you know, so-called vaccines. Well, you know, you got a prime minister who's chipped triple jabbed right now and he's in quarantine i'm sorry that is a fake vaccine that does not that does not uh that does not constitute the definition of a vaccine or a cure or a preventable anything for that matter and and one of the things that's really i think bending the branch a little bit here is you have all of these countries around the world, I think there's seven or eight, you know, the UK, Switzerland, all around the world, dropping their mandates right on their face. And you've got premiers and mayors, you know, uh, like Scott Moe saying, oh, we're putting a framework into place by next month. Are you kidding me? Oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a discussion and, and put something in the works. Well, that is absolutely ridiculous. And the way that they're passing the puck around, nobody wants to take ownership. Nobody wants to step up and, and I hate to say it, be a man or, or, or a woman and just do it. And you know what? It's great to see these truckers, you know, and it's so interesting that here we are. We're almost three years into this debacle and who is it that who is it standing up for people's rights and freedoms? No, it's not the police officer. It's not who you think the military people. It's the truckers sitting on the couch with a key, with a with a toothpick in his mouth, and he says, "All right, I've just about had enough of this." Stands up, pulls up his jeans, and he's out the door. And they're all in Ottawa right now. They're all down there. And good for them. And I support them 100% all the way. That being said. They're going to get this done. Yeah, that being said, I think it'd be a great time to uh, bust into Just Drive. Tell us why you wrote this song. And uh, uh, what were you, you know, I've I've known a lot of uh, songwriters in the past. And uh, I was a musician myself. I've played bars, parties, corporate events. And people, they, they, they listen to a song and they, they think they know where the songwriter was at. You'll get women that say, oh, this guy's really sensitive and he, uh, I know how he felt. And you talk to the songwriter, it's like, no, I, I looked at a cheese sandwich and it kind of looked funny to me and I wrote the song. So, like, people don't know where a songwriter is at. They assume that they do. Uh, what, what led you, what was the moment? Was it a, a statement on TikTok that a driver made or a CTV news clip? Uh, what kicked off Just Drive in your mind before we go into it? Well, 
to be honest, Mike, I think it, there's there's moments in all of our lives where we just say, all right, whether we're upset at somebody, we're upset at ourselves, we're upset at, you know, family members or, or our boss or our, our husband or our wife or our, our children, you know, I, I think there's just times in life where you just, you just don't know what to do. Right. And, and for me, you know, writing music and, and, and singing music and more importantly, listening to music, um, has always given me an outlet that, uh, you can express yourself, you know, and that's part of that charter is being able to express yourself and have a, have a consciousness and all of these things with all this censorship and suppression that we're seeing from all around uh, anywhere you go, I mean, we don't have to go around, but you know, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just, you just got to hammer down and, you know, pull yourself through these difficult times, you know, and the lyrics to the song kind of speak for itself. You know, when, when, when we're at that moment, when we want to give up, when we're at that moment, when we think we can't achieve what we wanted to achieve, it's at that moment in that time, in that final moment where the best things happen. I really believe that. I really believe if a person just holds on a little tighter, you know, just fights a little bit more that's when that's when the the proof comes out of the pudding you know what i mean does that make sense mike like sometimes you just have to drive you got to go for your goal you can never ever ever give up and you can never ever ever stop fighting or you're not going to achieve what you set out to achieve and that goes for what you're doing at work whether you're at school whether you're an athlete whether you're somebody trying to start a company, whether you're, whether you're just trying to pay the bills and keep food on the table. You just have to never give up. And that's what the song's about, man. You just got to drive. Fantastic. Just Drive by Jamie Nicks on American Arc Radio. We run wide open. Living life without fear.
refreshed like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings. At Romica Designs, we're more than just a laser engraving and specialty design company. Much more. I'm Ron Phillips, co-owner of Romica Designs, and if you can dream it, we can probably make it. We can custom laser cut and engrave on nearly all material. Great for one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, business and specialty items, or personalized and logo designs created just for you or your company. Allow us to become your go-to gift and specialty project partner. Romica Designs can help make your ideas a reality. We're ready to help you design and create that special gift for any occasion or engrave your personal or business logo on just about any product. View our designs at RomicaDesigns.com or simply email us with your ideas. We specialize in custom design and we'd be honored to have the opportunity to discuss it with you. Call us at 817-400-4040, email info at RomicaDesigns.com or visit us on the web at RomicaDesigns.com. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from PrepareWithMojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to PrepareWithMojo50.com. That's PrepareWithMojo50.com. You can't have mine. Coffee lovers everywhere now have the opportunity to do their part to save the planet. With Al Gore's lab-grown coffee substitute, we... Here at Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change, believe this is a terrible idea. While man bun wearing, soy latte loving poodle walkers everywhere are in love with the eco friendly lab grown sadness water, Coffee Drinkers for Climate Change want to see the sea levels rise and for New York City to join the lost city of Atlantis, 12,000 leagues beneath the sea. American Pride Roasters, historically great coffee. Every pot brewed is an eco-disaster 100 times greater than the Fukushima extinction level event. So order yours today and do your part to hasten the end of the planet. You don't want to live forever, do you? AmericanPrideRoasters.com That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com How dare you! (laughs) We dare. We dare. radio shows. American Uck Radio. This guy, Mike Phillip, is brilliant. I listen to him every day. Love your show. I, I really do. I'm a huge fan. Thank you for doing what you're doing. American Uck Radio. to American Rock Radio. We've still got Jamie Nix with us, and he is a singer-songwriter out of Kelowna, British Columbia. And uh, I, I love this guy's work. He's, he's just uh, very good at what he does. And singers and songwriters, some of them 
really seem to think that there's something that they're not recently. Uh, Neil Young has effectively pissed off three quarters of the planet. Uh, Jamie, was he was he somebody that you used to actually respect him for his uh, music writing and uh, level of competence? I mean, he's really come across as a real idiot lately. Well, you know, it's a really good question. Um, I think I'm just kind of wondering where, like, where are all the musicians? Where is the music industry? Think about this for a second. Like, does anybody feel like they've been stripped of their job and their livelihood in the music business? Like, how about where's all our, where's all the love and the concerts and the, and the, and the great things that we used to do? You know, music is arguably the oldest form of medicine. It keeps people together in, in celebration of love. And this is where, this is where the magic happens, you know? And that's, that's why I would shout no to all the musicians. Like, where are you guys? You know, um, that's something, you know, it, you know, I think a lot of these musicians are, afraid that they're not going to get their song played on the radio or something, you know, but did, when was the last time anybody really listened to the radio? <laughs> like, let's be real here. Yeah. And, and Mike, when, when was the last time any of these musicians even got paid from the radio? Do you get paid? I, I don't know. Well, some um, of them, I mean, if you're registered with SoCan, right? I mean, and, uh, terrestrial radio in Canada absolutely sucks. It's awful. I mean, uh, you're hearing songs that are played over and over again. You know these guys are getting royalty checks every month. So, you know, you've got songs that were a hit in like 1997 and you would never even uh, know it exists if it wasn't relentlessly being played uh, by the big affiliate, the FM affiliates. But I mean, you know and I know that the record companies have a lot to do with what gets played and it's dictated to them. It's not because of what's popular, but that kind of makes it more special uh, what guys like you are doing because you're not controlled by corporate interests. I mean, you do have some musicians standing up. Eric Clapton just about was never able to play guitar again because of vaccine damage uh, and nerve damage. Van yeah. Morrison has been standing up. Uh, but then you've got these other ones that, you know, the past rebels, like, uh, I mentioned Neil Young, even the Foo Fighters, uh, Pearl Jam now mm -hmm. saying we're not going to play a concert mm -hmm. unless you have uh, proof of vaccination. I'll tell you what, that doesn't yeah. sound too rock and roll to me. No. And, and Kid Rock, like Bobby there, he came out and said it. Travis Tritt did. Uh, I guess Paul Brent just went down and yep. was supporting the truckers here the other day. You know, here's the reality, Mike. It's just another form of censorship, and it's a scare tactic because, let's face it, like a doctor or like any other profession in the world, when you are threatened, your livelihood, right? And let's face it, if an artist or a musician spends 30 years, you know, refining their craft and you got these corporate, you know, media giants, you know, basically holding the keys to your future... And you feel like, you know, oh, I better do as I'm told or I'm not going to, you know, they're going to end my career. Like uh, a, a guy I did a show with years ago, Chad Brownlee, he put one post on social media and that was 
I mean, I haven't heard him on the radio anymore. And Chad's a great guy. You know, I, I did a show with him, you know, and, and, and that's the problem is what happened to freedom of speech? What happened to freedom of expression? And these are the things that are at stake here. When you can't express yourself, and if you can't tell somebody to go, you know, fly a kite, when that's putting it nicely, if you can't tell somebody off, I mean, really, come on. What are we, are we in kindergarten? Right? Yeah. People, people, I mean, we're walking a really fine line when people can't express themselves. And when, when you got to worry about what you're singing about because you're not going to get played on the radio, like, come on. Let's right. Get, that's right. Where's the rock and roll? That's not rock and roll, baby. Right. Would you, hey, what advice would you have to uh, any up and coming artists that have, uh, you know, they've got a few good songs and they're kind of being headhunted by a record company? Uh, would you, what would your advice be to somebody in dealing with, say, MCA or one of these other big companies? Well, you know, everybody's trying to find, you know, some sort of clout or validation, if you will, or, you know, they want to get signed, whatever that's supposed to mean. I mean, I've talked to a lot of artists that said that's the worst mistake they ever made because, and they don't really own themselves or their career or what they do or where they go or who they talk to. You're, you're owned, you know what I mean? So I, I feel that, uh, I think it's just important to stick to, stick to what your heart tells you, you know, write about what's in your soul you know what I mean? And uh, and just do what you know what's right in your heart. That's it. That's all. And and do you really want somebody to own you? Right? Yeah. I don't. No. Uh, we, yeah, and we've seen a... Yeah, we've seen a movement of artists that are actually moving outside of that corporate structure. Uh, you've got the Teskey Brothers out of Australia uh, recording all their stuff in analog, completely getting by on the strength of their music and who's listening to it, uh, actively telling other artists, stay away from these guys. They're a bunch of predators. And uh, yeah, yeah and, and you see how... Well, you- these uh these big acts are 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 being owned and led around by the nose now and frankly it's kind of embarrassing for them well the thing that i know is this is you put your song out there and a lot of people say oh hey where can i buy your song and this and that i don't sell my music anybody can just go download it it's free right it's not it's not for profit um and and that's one of the things is you know, even if your song does get spun on the radio or somebody listens to it on SoCan or YouTube or wherever, you get like 0.00000 penny per spin. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'd be, I'd make more money going out and mowing lawns, Mike. I could make more money <laughs> <laughs> going out and mowing somebody's lawn. You know, so, so let's, let's face it. Um, music is, uh, Music's not about that. Music's about, um, you know, um, driving and uh, driving a change. And hopefully this is, you know, I don't know. For me, music's medicine, man. Helps you feel better, especially when you're going through tough times. And, you know, it's uh, it's just sad to see all the censorship. I mean, I mean, you got songs that get spun to death on the radio that are just, 
Ah. Uh, it kills them. Terrible. It kill. There's songs that I used to mm-hmm. like that the radio overplayed, and now I I can't. I I I feel uh, like I'm vomiting in my mouth if I hear it because I've heard it so many times over and over and over again on the radio. And another big cause of that is the uh, the CRTC and Canadian content yes. rules. Right? You've got Can- You've got CanCon. Uh, when I was in the business, it was thirty percent. Now I believe it's fifty percent. And they, they, they said that they were going to bring in these Canadian content rules because otherwise Canadian artists could not survive on their own strength because the U.S. is this big cultural juggernaut that will drown us out, uh, which, first of all, is a lie. Lots of Canadian artists made it huge in the United States. How did they do that without Canadian content rules down there, number one? Number two, they pick winners and losers. Now, I'll give you an example. I hate the band Our Lady Peace, okay? I do. I I, I can't stand the sound of the guy's voice. I don't like anything that they've written. But to this day, uh, well, I don't know uh, to this day, but a few years back, I could accurately predict that if you threw on, let's say, 100.3 The Bear FM or K-Rock here in Edmonton, K97 FM, you would hear Our Lady Peace twice a day. Twice a day, guarantee it was. It was just. It was a fact. You were going to hear their music twice a day, and they haven't had a hit in over probably fifteen years. But it, it's like these Canadian content rules on terrestrial radio drive certain artists, and I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes in order to well, keep them ro- royalty checks coming. But what are your thoughts? Well, it's pretty easy. Um, it all, all these radio stations are based on ad revenues, right? So every time that they play a songs and, you know, they have to submit their song list to SOCAN or BMI or EMI or ASCAP or whatever, you know, licensing organization is <laughs> basically stealing the revenue anyhow. Right. <laughs> right. And, 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 and then at the worst part of it all, so the radio is making money off of selling ads, right? Yeah. Then they're making, they're making money off of playing the artist's song and giving them the breadcrumbs, literally, that are left off at the table while the fat cats just sit there and gobble, 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 right? So this is, this is the real, real problem. And, and what's even sadder is I'm even hearing that a lot of these artists, why you hear such, I'm going to say it, just terrible music, okay, that is not doing anybody any favors. It's because they're paying for it to be played. The artists are actually, some artists are actually paying (laughs) to have the shit played. It's oh, it's unreal, yeah. And most new music absolutely just sucks. Like I, I if I turn on uh, a station that plays anything that's and and it's not that all new music sucks. It's uh, all new music that's actually being promoted is just uh, the most god awful slock you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, well, that's just it. Or you know, you, you it's not. It's nothing. What it, what it sounds like, you know, because it's so um, like it's not real drums or it's not actual real guitars. Yes, 
People are manipulating their voices, and you can hear the the auto tune going. Rear, rear, rear. It's in fake. The, in the in the chat, right? It's so it's so. Uh, I hate to say it. It's it's uh, plagiarized, and um, that's yeah, yeah. It's it's sad, but you want to know what? That's why what's so good about you know you go see somebody like John Fogarty go out there and play like you know. That's the real deal. You know, the old boys that actually, you know, that didn't sit in their house and play video games when they were kids. They had a six string <laughs> guitar and they learned how to play the guitar. You right. know what I mean? I saw John so, Fogarty yeah, just uh, a few years ago at uh, Rexall Place in Edmonton. We actually got uh, tickets for luxury seating in the skybox. So we went and saw John Fogarty. And the guy's got to be like in his seventies or eighties, but uh, I'm telling you, man, the music was like it was recorded yesterday. It was like I was at Woodstock. It was so fantastic. Yeah, same. Like you hear ZZ Top too. Like those old boys. Like they can, they can play. And you know that brings me into this whole other topic. Like you know how and why they would ever take creativity of music. And just creativity in general out of the school system, right? Like when you take that realm out of our young people's, you know, um, learning, that's, I don't know. I I think music is such an important um, outlet for, for anybody, you know, I mean, think about this. Let's, let's go back to these truckers. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Those guys leave their house at, Four in the morning, they go pick up a payload. They, you know, they're gone all day in that truck all night. What do you think they're doing, man? They're 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 having ham sandwiches, ham and cheese sandwiches that their wife made them, and cookies, and you know, they got their little lunch kit ready to go. But they're cruising down the road, listening to Convoy and whatever other music that keeps them going. You know what I mean? And like, let's face it, music music is what drives. Drives uh, drives us all. It really does. Yeah, let's get into one of your songs here. Uh, how about Civilian Soldiers? I really like that one. Tell me and our listening audience about the song Civilian Soldiers. Why did you write that? What inspired you? And then let's get into it. Well, you know, I, I think it kind of is a companion song to just drive. You know, I, I think, you know... I can hit it again, you know, with those never-ending tax increases and overall rise in the cost of living. You know, you're seeing all these protests and people on social media and, you know, but they're, they're veterans and oil field people and seniors and business owners all standing in unity with the common beliefs and values about being treated fairly, Mike. And, you know, they're, they're peaceful, you know, and as much as the media wants to label these people, whatever they are, well, let's face it, Mike, the door swings both ways on the charter of rights and freedoms. And, you know, I don't see any of these folks out there knocking over the statues of John A. McDonald and the other statues and burning churches down and, you know, trying to set railway tracks on fires. I seen videos of guys shoveling sidewalks. I seen guys cleaning uh, the Terry Fox statue and laying flowers down on the ground, you know, and uh, 
giving food out to the homeless. You know, these guys are, they're the real deal. You know, and, and what's interesting too, Mike, is there's cops in there. There's police officers and firefighters and, you know, all these great organizations that, um, that just want to be heard. And I think, I think when you've got all these other countries pulling their mandates down and saying, you know what, we've had enough of the bullshit. Okay. We're, we're, what's going on? I thought Canada was the leader, the leader of freedom, the beacon of hope, the, the, the place that all the countries of the world bring in, you know, the, the, the sanctuary of, of freedom. Where's that? Well, you know what? This song, that's what it's about. It's about hope. It's about love. And most importantly, it's about freedom, Mike. It's all about freedom and love. That's fantastic. Jamie Nick, civilian soldier. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. You're a fantastic artist, and we're glad to have you on. 